Let's go now to Queensland, and Tony Gollan joins us on the program. G'day, Tony. Good morning, Dave. Take two, mate. We're going to do it all again today. How have you found this week uh, with your runners, especially Skirt the Law and, and Spiritualised? I mean, did you give them a gallop on Sunday or Monday? Yeah, no, it's been a pretty good week, really. Um, they didn't get too too disturbed by the travel on, on Saturday. We give them a light trot and canter Sunday on the treadmill, and we had the course proper here on Monday morning. We're able to give them a spin around on there, and they're all in, in really good shape heading back to Thursday. So when you give them a spin around, because obviously they're ready to go Saturday, they're ready to roll when it comes to that, that race meeting. Is it just like sort of putting it in, um, you know, like a sort of layman's turn? Is it just like going for a bit of a jog, just keeping their mind on it? It's, no, it's not actually sort of fitness and up to the mark, is it? Oh, it's just keeping them up to the mark a little bit. You don't, like we just were just giving them a light jog or just a canner. They'd just be too fresh into today. So we had to just just do the... The normal sort of work we do, it was it was a faster gallop, but it wasn't like to the bottom of the tank sort of stuff, you know. It was just yeah. that maintenance-type tick-over fast work. Um, they enjoyed it. They, they stretched their legs out nicely. Their recoveries were really good, and they've come through that piece of work and the whole weekend really well. So they present in, in just as good a shape today as they would have last Saturday. Were you surprised when you woke up Saturday morning that uh, you had the 460 equal favourite at that time because there was good money over that Friday night. Um, they were, you know, the, obviously the syndicates, the pros were quite keen to backskirt the law into equal favourite. Yeah, look, I wasn't overly surprised to be honest. I thought she'd been getting under the radar of most people for a while. To be fair, I thought a, a price, you know, before the barrier draw was was always a little bit inflated. Um, didn't surprise me that she did tighten up once she drew that good draw, and then. Obviously, a lot of the punters had an opinion on how that track was going to race based on what they saw the week before. Now, that's obviously changed with that weather, um, and she's sort of holding around about that $6 now. But I, yeah. I think she's she's probably the, the right price, and, and she's certainly the right filly to run well. And we've said it before, but I'll get to, for those that haven't heard this quote, and I, I love it when you when you speak like this, is you know she, she is up there with one of the, some of the best two-year-olds you've ever trained. Absolutely, yeah, and particularly at this time of the year, <clears throat> these pre-Christmas two-year-olds, they're, they're a different breed. They've got to cope, and... You know, they're, they're horses that have got to keep on improving throughout that sort of preparation, which is very early in, in their racing life. And, and she's doing just that. She ticks a lot of boxes. She's got the 1,200. She's been down and trialled on the Gold Coast course proper. And she really enjoys soft ground. So she's um she ticked every box for us today. We had a great preparation with her. I, I wouldn't swap a whole lot. And I'm very happy with her. All right. Well, fingers crossed, mate. She runs very well for you and the girls, of course, with that all-female syndicate. Uh, F Troop going around in the first. You've got Craig Williams on board. Yeah, he's winding back the clock, this horse. He just feels super at the moment. He, he's enjoying his racing. He comes out of a good good form race. We see the winner of that race, King of Sparta, very short price favourite in the sprint race, and that Garibaldi form. So I think it's the right form. The barrier's not ideal, but the start's great. 1,300, he always runs well at the Gold Coast. He ran good in this race last year first up, and he's in a lot better form this year. So there's no reason he's not a very prominent chance. What about in the three-year-old guineas? You've got uh, uh, Latica and also Spiritualised. Yeah, well, both were on that short turnaround last week. They're on the seven-day backup off winning on, on what was fast ground. His track will have the, have the sting out of it today, which I think will really really suit both horses, to be fair. The heavy track certainly wouldn't have suited Spiritualized, so I'm certainly happier this meeting today than not last Saturday. That fitness from that, that week, that backup meeting, I think is ideal for them. Spiritualized a go-forward horse. He'll make the play and, and hopefully relax well enough mid-race to give himself a chance to be strong late. And the other filly, well, she'll just lob and get the right run behind that speed. And I'm sure she'll race well. She was very good at the Gold Coast. And she'll really be added by this track with the sting out of it. And what about Hidden Wealth, which goes around in race seven today? Yeah, we've upped the ante on him a little bit here. It's only his first racing prep. He's very promising. He's got a good bit of X factor about him. He goes into a race. He's not well in at the weights. 
but potential-wise, he, he will certainly be in this race again next year. So he's a, he's a, he's a scarily nice horse. Um, he's getting a lovely run just behind the speed, and he's going to sprint quickly. It's just whether he can match with them old hardheads at this stage of his life. And you come home with three in uh, race eight, the Magic Millions Cup, Vinco, Vega One and Paladas. Yeah, well, the track's going to be suitable to all of them now. It's drying out, that's for sure. Uh, Vega One is a Group 1 winner. His first up run was really good in that race we spoke about with F Troop. So um, he's here to improve. He's after his right trip, Jamie Carr on board. He is up in the weights, but he's a smart horse. The, the punters started to swarm around um, the bottom weight here, Paladas, on the weekend. Mm. I'm a little bit worried by his draw. I'll probably give Jason Collard a bit of an open lead here and just allow him to ride him how he jumps. But we want to see a bit of pressure up on the on the leader of this race. Um, that'd be Emerald Kingdom. We want to see a bit of pressure on him. And if if we can get a little bit of luck on Paladas and just slot in the right spot, he can run very well for lightweight. Spacing his runs like this three weeks like we've done here has him in good, very, very good shape. Before I let you go, mate, I know you've got to get through today, but um, you've always brought good horses to Sydney. You know the type of horses to bring down there. I mean... Um, you've been flying uh, as the leading trainer in Queensland and Brisbane for a number of years. Uh, are we going to see you attack that Sydney Carnival? Do you believe you've got a, a nice group of maybe three-year-olds coming through, maybe this two-year-old today, I mean, um, or even some older horses? Will we see you in Sydney? Yeah, I think you will. We'll just get through today first. This really in the two-year-old race. I mean, she could easily head to the autumn. We'll just get through this and give her sort of a week or ten days off and have a look and make a decision on where we go next. Vega One could be a real chance to head down to Sydney. He's obviously he's a Group One rated horse, so he's got to go to those carnivals. Nothing here for him. He's only second up into a prep. There, there are a few others in the stable ticking along nicely. Uh, none nice. of them summer three-year-olds. You saw all head there. They'll all be ready for our winter carnival back here. Okay. But you will see us have a team there in Melbourne. Well, mate, uh, look forward to seeing you attack the southern states and getting some cash. Good luck today, mate. Thanks, Dave.